You are listening to Lone Star Community Radio on 104.5 KCZW LP Conroe and 106.1 KZCC LP Conroe and worldwide on IRLoneStar.com. It's 9-12 on a Thursday. 53 degrees outside, going to get up to 78. Well, I think spring happened yesterday, and we're in summer starting tomorrow, I think. Uh, looks like today we're going to have a, only a 1% chance of rain all day and all night long. Into Friday, Saturday, looking good for both the Crawfish Festival and the Downtown Conroe Shakespeare Festival. Morning, it's Skippy. I got Dick sitting next to me. Yeah. Yo. We're sponsored today by Conroe Coffee, Clean Sweep Office Cleaning, and Centurion Wealth Advisors. Thank you to our sponsors. Cool. Yeah, cool. So we chose today's well, music. Well, Why? don't forget we have a special guest coming in. That's right. A little uh, bit, about 15 minutes. Right. We have, we have Javier, Javier from the City of Conroe Parks and Recs Department. We're going to be talking about this weekend's Mr. Bunny event at Carl Barton Jr. Park. So it's going to be uh, happening during the Shakespeare Festival. So if you want to get your picture taken with two bunnies, hang out with Sean in downtown Conroe and then or uh, go to Carl Barton Jr. Park. It's a free event for kids and families. So we're going to learn more all about that. It's important to note that I'm not Mr. Bunny because that just sounds creepy. Hey, kids, I'm Mr. Bunny. (laughs) Well, if you make that voice, I imagine. What other voice can you have for Mr. Bunny? Hey, kids, I'm Mr. Bunny. I just wanted you to do that. (laughs) Thank you. I'm soft and cuddly. Even though I'm four times bigger than you. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> but yes. Well, cool. We, 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 and then we also have someone else later, but we want to promote the first guest first. That's so, right. We're going to go. tease you. So big well, news see, again, today. you sound creepy. We're going to tease I'm you today. Tease you. Tease right. you. Right. Yeah. But good morning, Sean. You good doing morning, all right? Dick. I'm doing okay this morning. It's a, it's a bright day. I think I'm like hyped up on caffeine. Uh, total lack of sleep, so I'm, I'm feeling good, and it's going to be a full day today. It is going to be a full day today. Yeah, and then a full day tomorrow, and then Saturday, looking forward to the festival, and then Sunday, looking forward to the festival being over. <laughs> That's true. I didn't, You know, it's funny, I, the one thing I, I don't understand about the insanity that is all theater people is they decide to go into that insanity during the production, and it's like right during the show, the payoff, and then it's like, I'm ready for this to be over. Then why would you ever do that? Actually, you, you it's know, the night before where people go, I'm ready for this to be over. Then opening night with an audience, that's what... Um, what was that? Yeah, no, I was like echoing my <laughs> God voice. You know, I had one of those dreams where basically in this dream I was having this morning was I was in a Jeep that was like a car, that one car available to drive, and I couldn't drive it. I couldn't figure out how to accelerate, decelerate. So it wasn't like the gear shift. You just didn't know I just did, like, how it, to drive. The car itself would go wild, and I was hitting people and, like, hitting oh, other dear. cars. And I was like, you know that guilt feeling you get when you're, like, you know when you get in a car wreck? You're like, oh, man. And it kept happening. Then it got extreme. Like, the, the accelerator had to jump out of the car, and then, like, does a, does, a, does a corkscrew flip, and it landed on top of a car. I'm like, how am I going to explain this to anybody? Oh, man, mom's going to be so <laughs> mad. <laughs> We don't talk about that feeling of guilt, but it's a certain type of guilt where you're... No, I've never felt guilty for anything. But I believe you. (laughs) 
running over people feel well, guilty. Well, I imagine the person who had the same feeling as me was Mark Zuckerberg because he had an interview yesterday on CNN, and we made mistakes, he said. Mistakes were – at least he didn't say mistakes well, were made. Well, my favorite thing he said is maybe we should be re regulated. And I'm like, man, this guy just – yeah, that opened a big old can well, of worms. What's strange to me, and like I get the kind of I get the back end of Facebook a little bit about how like it is important for the user to submit some data so the program can return something to you. Mm -hmm. So, for example, if you want to put your name in, we kind of ne we need that to put your name up on Facebook, like as your profile, right? And that's why a lot of people who are really worried about anonymous uh, social media. Because now things like Scotland, where that guy got arrested uh, for posting a video of him. You, have you heard about this? Is that the guy? He made his dog. dog had a salute. Like, the Nazi the, salute. The uh -huh. Nazi salute. And so now he's going to jail, but he might not. I mean, you never know. But it's he got he got tried. He got mm -hmm. tried. He's going to jail. Basically, he posted a funny video. If you don't know what I'm talking about, he posted a funny video, basically claiming his girlfriend or his wife, I think it was, thinks his pug, her pug is so cute. It can never do wrong. He goes, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to teach him to do the worst thing ever. And that's what he taught him. He also had a uh, a tell for the dog. So when he says a tell, which is very inappropriate to say over the air, so I'm not going to say that. But so the dog would – Is the first word Heil? No. Okay. So he would raise the little pug, like a little baby, baby pug would raise his hand. Just mm -hmm. kind of like the shake right. kind of thing. But it but was – I mean, like I would say in, in context of all of that, it was just it was it was entertaining because people do that. They take the the darkest parts of humanity and make some fun. Mm -hmm. And I would say, hit, and in context, it was okay. But out of context, you're like, man, what's going on? But they arrested him. They and that's insane because it's the same movement as if he'd been teaching the dog to high five, high five. It'd be, be making yeah. the exact same move. It's he's it's he's being arrested for intent. Well, I'll tell. Let me tell Skippy off there real quick. What he we what the tell was. And we're back. Okay, yeah, that inappropriate. Yeah, you know, get you banned off of YouTube for a while. Speaking of which, you hear YouTube is now banned uh, instructional firearms videos. You know what's funny? It's, which is stupid. Right, well, right when that happened, I looked up my favorite one. Mm -hmm. There's this guy in Texas named Demolition Ranch. Uh, that's his channel. And he also has another channel. He's a vet. and But he also lives, I forgot what, it's like Central Texas or something like that. But he uh, he's really good at doing gun instructional videos, but he also talks about safety. But then his big deal is he has this huge plot of land and he shows you the different, the you know, the different questions people would have about guns. Like, can a bullet go across a river? And you can like see the, you know, the ripple effect and stuff like that. Or, uh, you know, just like stupid stuff like that. Yeah, but I want to know. And, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, and he's like, let's see what happens, you know? And then, uh, and, and I, his videos are still there. So I don't know what they're talking about. Uh, they may be starting it. Uh, it, it may be tiered, but yeah, just to say we're going to get rid of instructional videos on proper firearm safety. I just think that's just hopping on board the wrong train. I think YouTube, if that's well, the case, I mean, they made a wrong call. Well, that, I, I'm just, I really am surprised because no one else has come out to challenge YouTube. The only thing I can think of is YouTube is losing so much money because we host our videos on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And on a tech side, I wonder how much it costs them for me to host our videos because we upload, I don't know how much space. Oh, the bandwidth has got to be an earth strangler. Like just, I mean, I, the one thing I think of is they, they do it so they can control the content. Yeah, well, because they have their bots to sniff out copyrighted content. And well, with, it, well, YouTube's a lot like Facebook that there's no, pretty much a, the one 
all, all it's going to have to happen for both Facebook and YouTube for these primary ones is to have a well, viable no, I mean, there's other Facebook ones. I mean, there's LinkedIn and there's Google Plus and then there's... Uh, well, Google Plus was just horribly marketed. No one knows it exists. Uh, LinkedIn is pretty much a business-only kind of thing. But so it would be funny if, like, MySpace, if Tom, remember Tom, the guy that owned yeah. MySpace? Your first friend? <laughs> yeah, he was my very first online friend. Uh, if he somehow re reinvigorated uh, MySpace and it became the new Facebook, or if, you know, YouTube suddenly had to bow to myvid.com or something. Uh, they've been top of the pile for the longest time. But yesterday we were talking about how there are many that start off the technologies that are huge, and then they're they're gone. They're networks, car companies, and computers. I think this is our morning guest right here. Look at this guy. Oh, wow. It looks like uh, Uma Thurman from Hill Bill on the yellow motorcycle. Is that every person who gets on a motorcycle to you? Well, if it's a yellow motorcycle, yeah. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna stop talking before but, uh, this person takes off their helmet and hears what I'm saying. But uh, no, I'll get back to the Facebook deal. Like, you, there is some reasonable expectation of they're gonna take some information. Yeah, and uh, it's weird that they weren't open about doing what they're doing because we all kind of knew what they were doing. Well, it was the extent, and here's the funny thing. This uh, 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 was it something uh, Analytica. I'm drawing a, a blank on the name. It's in the news. The ones that yeah, uh, no, it's, it, well, it's a data. It's a data research company. Basically, purchased the data from Facebook about you. And you know, ironically, the starter of that company was Steve Bannon. Uh, but right. But here's the thing: the same data mining was used for the last two presidential elections well, yeah, yeah. before that. Well, the, well, the, the main concern is they're the ones that had the breach. Right. So they basically bought the your your information, maybe yours, but I mean when I say you, I mean the general of you, Facebook user, and then they use that information for whatever they wanted, and then someone stole it from them. But like, I, as that's what I'm trying to ask is why are people surprised by this, and why would Facebook just not be kind of? I would you be surprised, or if, if Facebook just literally goes, "This is what we do with your information. Please click yes to use Facebook." Yeah, that would be cool, wouldn't it? Well, I mean, I imagine they already do that. No one reads the terms of service. Well, that's because they're like 3,000 pages long, and that's the biggest problem. Well, is you, that well, no one you, reads you don't it. have the patience to read 3,000 pages? Dude, I don't have the patience to read, you know, the phone number. Okay. I have no patience. No, I just say I feel like the way the Mark, but Mark Zuckerberg just seems like a creep. Am I, am I wrong for saying that? If the movie The Social Network is a rel, even though it's dramatized, like you know Tombstone, we know Wyatt Earp wasn't all the way like Kurt Russell, but you know kind of got him right. If if The Social Network got Mark Zuckerberg sort of kind of right, this is the last person in the universe I want well, being a multi gazillionaire. Well, what it makes me think of is it makes me think of. The, you know, the 1984 George Orwell or any type of dystopian future of they have they somehow put an infrastructure to control all these people and somehow they did it. They physically did it mm -hmm. somehow to control the information. And then like now more and more every day I'm like, you know what? Google and them, this is the infrastructure. Like this is what's building right now. This is like the way to just turn the knob. And it then, is a more literal sense of the information superhighway. Yeah. And that's and why they called it that because it's infrastructure. Well, they're like now highway. building that structure. And now it's becoming more and more, you know, eye-opening that this is what people can do with your information. But then again, I don't really don't know what, what, what's the big deal. Like, what do you post on Facebook that's so personal? 
Well, and that's the thing. It's the the like I was saying yesterday. Unless you're your bank stuff in there. Well, that's, I mean, that's what I'm that's saying. What yesterday, some people were something new was going around, and I was able to find out their birth date, uh, their favorite color, uh, their favorite food. It's, it's these are things that can. If you're patient, you can get into a bank account and you'll say, "I forgot my password." Well, yeah. Okay, what's your mother's maiden name? Well, what's I, your fate? What's your first I mean, pet's I, name? I mean, I'm sure there's computers that can figure all that stuff out, and you know the passwords and all that kind of stuff. But then again, it's like, for example, I remember growing up, my social security number was like you never let anybody know, mm-hmm. and now even in practices of businesses back then, they never asked for your social security number, but now it's a normal thing. To like that's a normal question on the most basic piece of information. Because I remember when you know when I was like 17, 16, applying for jobs and stuff, I was like, "Do I have to give you this?" Because I remember like one time the Kroger made you join a union, mm-hmm. and they needed. I was like, "I'm not going to give you my social security number." Because I was like, "That's how I was raised. Like you just don't give it to people." And then so it became like I go, "How do I know who to give it to, not to give it to?" And then, so it became a kind of a world discovery through that. But now everyone just asks for it. And they expect it. And my dad, literally to the day he died, would never, you know, he'd be like, hey, I want to buy this car. Okay, we need your social. No. Well, we need to know I'm paying cash for it. But we still need it. No. Absolutely. Because, well, just about the last four, he said no. And they didn't know how to handle it because legally you don't have to. Yeah. And I think a lot of people don't understand that, which, I mean, that's kind of the start of this whole topic we're having. But uh, we know we got to take a, we got to take a music break because we're gonna get ready for our first guest. Yeah, Mr. Bunny's coming to town. We know Sean. We're not talking about Sean here. Mr. Bunny, Mr. We're Bunny. We're talking about Javier. He's outside. He was the guy on the motorcycle, by the way. I got This guy, I hope so. this guy is so cool. Look at him. He, he's having me looking inside. <laughs> You're listening to Morning's Lone Star. We will be right back. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning has been Montgomery County's business cleaning service since 2002, offering professional office cleaning in areas such as restroom, stairwells, elevator, floor care, pretty much every angle of your office. One-time cleaning is available, but you will want these guys back. Offering daily, weekly, monthly scheduled cleanings, Clean Sweep Office Cleaning works around your business needs. Schedule a cleaning today online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or call 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Welcome back here on Mornings with Lone Star. We have Javier in the studio. Yeah, just turn up right there. You got it. Good deal. Good deal. (laughs) 933 here on Lone Star Community Radio, your morning radio show with Mornings with Lone Star. 54 degrees outside, folks. It's a beautiful day. 77 is going to be the high. 54 is going to be the low with 1% chance of rain today. We do have Javier from the Parks and Recs Department, City of Conroe, talking about Mr. Bunny. How do you do it? How do you do it, uh, Sean? Is it just creepy? Yeah. Hi, kids. I'm Mr. <laughs> he couldn't, Bunny. He couldn't. I was like, you're supposed to do this sweet voice. You know, he's you like, can do it in this But every, apparently every bunny just sounds oh, like he's going to harvest your organs when you're asleep. <laughs> We're going to get parents to bring their kids to the event. Yeah. <laughs> right. So, so, so Scooby's going to really... shut up and we're going to let Javier <laughs> talk about it before I, so, I mess uh, this whole thing up. We've been talking about there's a lot of stuff going on this weekend with community events and stuff. And Mr. Bunny's a great opportunity to get your kids out and experience uh, a Easter egg hunt while taking a picture with Mr. Bunny. So Javier's in the studio. He's the one kind of running that program. So Javier, how are you doing this morning? Doing good, doing good. It's good to hear, man. Yeah, I was kind of poking fun at you because I was like, who's this cool guy on this motorcycle 
and it was you. Yeah. So you are Mr. Cool today. I like it. Oh, I ride as much as I can too. I mean, yeah? this I uh, cool. I even spend a ton of money on like cold weather gear, so I look like I'm on a I'm on a snowmobile in the middle of December riding. But I mean, that's the good like, thing about Texas weather. You don't have to. Yeah, riding around. It's a beautiful day to ride, actually. So, uh, but you are the program director, What's program it? coordinator, Pro- program coordinator with the City of Conroe Parks and Recs Department, and you're putting on this event. Tell the people like what's going on this Saturday morning at Carl Barton Junior Park. So Saturday uh, from ten to noon is our morning with Mr. Bunny event, okay. and so what it is, we're going to have over fifteen thousand eggs spread out on the adult softball fields out there, so that uh, the kids can come out and. We'll do the Easter egg hunt right at 10:30. So anyone that wants to do that part of it needs to be there before 10:30, because you know once they once you let them loose on the field, those eggs will, they'll just yeah. start grabbing them right up. So Here, have y'all? Is this where you've done it last year? That's the same place I did them last so year. So have you found an egg from last year? Because I remember like with our family at the house, there was an occasional year where we find an old egg, and we didn't know, and we open it, and it's just like rot and all this stuff, and. <laughs> We thought our parents. We thought our parents were trying to kill us. We do, we do a pretty good job. Egg. We do a pretty good job of picking them all up because they have softball the next day on those fields. That's very that's true. All. We don't need someone to <laughs> crush, come back yeah. and crush crush a candy. What egg. is it? Is there candy and stuff There's in it? Candy and some. There's uh, little toys in some of them, and then we have a couple special golden eggs. Oh man! On each field and that one. Those will have a little ticket inside of it, and so the kids that gets that one, uh, there's going to be a prize basket. See, so, I'll, I, wow. I, I want to congratulate you guys for keeping the spirit of what an Easter egg hunt is. Because I was like, you know, I was thinking about, I was reading your event on Saturday, and I was like, I can totally see, since you guys are a, p- part of the city, I'd be like, oh, we can't give them candy because moms, you know, don't want their kids eating sugar. And I'm like, so what do you put in eggs? And so it's like a big dilemma at the Parks and Rec Department. It's like, what do we put in these eggs? We don't have to put anything. It's more of the spirit of finding the eggs. But I'm glad y'all are actually having fun with it because – I've been to many different Easter egg hunts, and like one of one of them was they do the hard boiled ones, where they paint them or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then if you find those, they had little marks on them. Basically, you turn them in, and then you get something depending on the mark. And then they had the ones that you say like you find like a golden one or something, and then you get a prize. And uh, and that's really cool. I I remember that's when I was younger. That was my favorite because every egg was different. So opening them was like awesome because you always got something different. And uh, what kind of candy are we going with? Are we going the Primo candy? Are we going with like the candy that gives fun you cap- size ha- leftover? It's probably the, sm- the fun size, the smaller, the non cavity kind, the the Tootsie Roll size kind of thing. Ooh, man, Tootsie Roll! It's I haven't had Tootsie Roll. Wow, gotta yeah. fit in those little eggs. So. That's true, man. That's gonna be fun. And so, some of them, I mean, some of them have toys, so they'll be like little. I haven't seen them yet. This is my first year doing the event, oh, so cool. I haven't seen the what the toys are. But uh, Elizabeth, our other coordinator, who who did this event in the past, she says it's pretty cool. There's a lot of Nice mix and match of all kinds I, of I'm stuff telling you, that's the coolest thing because you – I remember there's always a kid who, like, finds the egg and opens it immediately and then realize you're wasting time, bro. You got to keep collecting until the – is it time – y'all are timing it, right? It's not timed, but you might as well be because – Because there's, there's only once, so many. Like I said, once at 1030, once we let them loose – you need to go to the racetrack and get the, the horse gate thing on one end and just have the kids behind, like, chomping. Like, and, and dun, 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 dun. Actually have the rabbit, like, at the, yeah. at the dog track. So the timeline of this event is from 10 to noon, and at 1030, I believe, that is when the Easter egg hunt, hunt starts. Yeah, the Easter egg hunt starts at 1030, so definitely be there before 1030. <laughs> It'll be over at 1030 in 14 seconds. Yeah. So and I know when I got older, I was allowed to hide the eggs. Mm-hmm. 
Are y'all going to try to hide them, or is it more of like, hey, just shotgun them? Like, just put them yeah, all over the field? Yeah, they're going to be spread out. And okay. what we're going to do is we're going to have different age groups so that, you know, older kids won't trample the little kids, that kind of thing. Um, but, and we won't have no parents on the field for the older age groups. Kind of, they'll let them, we'll let them Yeah, let you, them don't, go you don't want stuff. the uh, hyper competitive band and go, no, to your left, no, now, 20 for, stems. For the youngest group, I mean, they're 18 months to two years old. That one, mom. Wow. Yeah, and those yeah. parents are in the spirit. One of them is just learning how to walk. At least one kid. There's always that late kid. Uh huh. And they'll go, oh, and then the other kids will give them the candy. So, uh, what you may want to do when I was growing up with Easter egg hunts, my folks had the magical uh, 13th egg. And my sister and I would, every year, we'd spend like hours trying to find it. Of course, it didn't exist. Huh, so, you only had 12 eggs on the field, and there was a 13th egg. Well, it was egg. our house. You know, it was just me or and my wherever. Sister, you know, so we each got our six, and then we spent hours looking for the magical 13th egg. So what you need to do is tell the parents after it's done, we have a magical diamond 13th egg out there and just spend the next hour or so watching them kind of devolve. Like see, Lord I can totally see myself reading that. Like I can see that on the advertising, like find the diamond egg. I would make one and bring it with me. That's, that's happened before. Are you so, serious? Yeah, Are you that's serious? That's what I'm told. I was told to watch out for that sort of thing. Like so. that golden egg kind of thing? Like, oh, so you gotta man. Be, you got to be prepared. <laughs> But, I mean, it's in the spirit of it. So, Or sometimes, like, uh, I guess a kid will come up with the golden egg, and I guess <laughs> then he gives it to his little sister, and then she'll try and come up with the same golden egg, that yeah. kind of thing. But, I mean, they're they're all just out there having a good time. I know. It's, so. No, I'm telling you, Easter, for some reason, I really enjoyed. I don't know. I think I just like games, and I like finding things. So that was always a ball. So that's at 1030, and the age groups are what? Age groups are I think it's 18, 18 months to two years old. Then the three to five year olds. Then on the other field, we'll have uh, six to seven year olds and eight to twelve year olds. Okay. And I'll have we'll have cones and and a little orange rope like separating yeah. the age groups. So you I mean, know you guys got this kind of handled. Oh yeah, that's we'll, why we'll I was have like staff out there yeah. keeping an eye on everything. And and after the event, so after the Easter egg hunt, um, we're gonna have the inflatables out there so they can go and play Whoa. on those. And uh, that's why we go till 1230. So we'll have the inflatables out there, too. We'll also have a concession stand. It's going to have popcorn, cotton candy, that kind of stuff. And then Mr. Bunny. Mr. Bunny will so be Mr. there. So Mr. Bunny's just going to be walking around, and it's like, oh, take a picture. So bring your camera and bring, bring your, your basket. And bring your basket. BYOB, guys. That's always important when we're going Easter egg hunting. That's right. So. And a basket, too. How can you bring a basket? I'm trying to think. How can you design a basket to optimize egg collecting? It's um, you, you like to pick up one yeah. with a suction? Uh-huh. Or just, you know, where it's got the little hinge on it, so you put it down in it. Like the closet underneath. Yeah. No, yeah, you get the, no, it's like a little rubber deal with a slit. And so when you hit it, it just oh, picks okay. it up and it'll keep it in. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Don't give them any ideas. I mean, I don't need anyone coming out there with a with a backpack. It's like, what they, do. It's like what they do with the tennis balls. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man, that'd be so funny. Hey, this have you seen this Non-motorized baskets, please. Yeah. <laughs> so the, all no, this stuff, baskets. well, the coolest thing about this is all free. Yep. And and it's just go to show up, folks. Make sure you show up with kids. And then on top of that, till twelve thirty, you get to hang out till twelve. Till till twelve, and then you can get them tired, and then take them home. They'll go sleep, or take them over to the Shaker Fest, and which also has a kids area as well, so we can have like a little cross uh, cross fun action here. Okay, they all they all get sugared up. That's right. The or they could throw sugar. The, the bigger could, the rush, the bigger the crash. They could throw the eggs at the players because they're so bad. 
You know, that we were performing like boo and like, oh, man, that'd be great. Who brought hard boiled eggs to the theater? <laughs> ow, ow. <laughs> so we got inflatables. We got cotton candy and we got Mr. Bunny. So you, I bring a camera and then I'm like, hey, kiddo, go over there. And Mr. Bunny, is he talk? Uh, what do you, how do you instruct this guy? Or I know it. I know it's not you. It's not me this okay. year. Uh, but it's not me ever. It's there's a Mr. Bunny. He hangs out with Santa. Okay. Half the time. So. Uh, yeah, they always hang out. You know, they're, they're together. But <laughs> they have meetings. It's part of the guild. Or something like that. Yeah, <laughs> isn't there a movie about that? Well, yeah, the Santa Claus, uh, the second and third ones. No, no, it's like it's like an animated movie mm. where they take all the fictional it's like Guardians animal of the something. Yeah, and but, it has Hugh Jackman. I remember that. Okay, I missed. I, I remember that. that. It's got like Jack Frost in it. Yeah, right. I think I know what you're talking. Because Hugh Jackman about. plays the Australian something. Like a badger or like something. Like the holiday dingo? I don't know. I don't know. Forget that. Let's not talk about that. But so uh, and one thing you got to do is you got to do a pep talk with them. Because, you know, we're talking about how Mr. Bunny should sound. He shouldn't sound like what Sean thinks. Hey, Mr. kids. Bunny. He shouldn't sound like Well, that. I have to play this for them so they know do not do this. That's yeah. What, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. Like, hey, you're like, hey give, me, give me your Mr. Bunny voice. Howdy. I'm Mr. Bunny. I sound like... Like Usually, Mr. Bunny just waves and yeah, that's what I figure. I was like, <laughs> "How's Mr. Really Bunny sound?" Yeah, so it's like, "Don't say anything." He Don't speak. Speaks rabbit. So Mr. Bunny's like, got a sore throat today. He won't yeah. be talking. <laughs> Jeez, <That's> scary. <laughs> but uh, but this all sounds all like a lot of fun. And again, let's recap. We got Mr. Bunny and Easter egg hunt and inflatables on Saturday at Carl Barton Junior Park. Yep, at the softball, softball field. So when you get to the park. Keep going around the road because I mean, yeah, it's I've met people out there before. It's a big park, so if you pull in. To the first set of fields you see, which are like the the youth baseball fields and then the high school baseball mm-hmm. fields, then you're not all the way there yet. You got to keep following the little road all the way around to the back end of the park to where the the adult softball fields are. Well, good deal. And it's Another free. reason to get there early: make sure you you find the right spot. It's free too. My favorite color. Yeah. And if you don't get there early and you missed it, still come out at eleven and get on the inflatables or get some popcorn, get some uh, yeah. popcorn or something. So okay, well, don't want to turn anyone away if they can't get there right at ten thirty, but. If you want the egg hunt, you got to be there. You could probably fight some kids. Well, I just, I just be there with you know extra eggs. Hey kid, you want some eggs? And um, and your you'll parents probably, over here. You'll probably be, uh, <laughs> you know, asked to leave. Yeah, pro- very likely. And we so. will have police there too. So, oh, I'm out. <laughs> I'm out then. <laughs> the egg police, man, they're all real serious about this. <laughs> yeah. Javier, thank you so much for coming in and thank talking you. about this. This is a cool event, folks. That's happening this Saturday from ten to twelve. And it's absolutely free at Carl Barton Junior Park over at the softball fields. Egg hunt, popcorn, inflatables, Mr. Bunny. Bring your own basket and bring your own camera. Very important because people don't bring their own basket. Thanks to Parks and Rec for putting this on. Yeah, well, absolutely we do it for you guys, free. so thanks a lot. Appreciate Our, it. You're listening to IRLoneStar.com, sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning, Conroe Coffee, and Centurion Wealth Advisors. We're going to be taking a short break here on IRLoneStar.com. So stick around for more fun coming your way. I'm just an average man with an average life. Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Between the Crichton Theater and the Owen Theater, Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner 
along with tasty treats and Italy's favorite coffee. Have your favorite coffee or just have a midday snack be personally delivered to you at any location in downtown Conroe. All you have to do is call 936-CONROE-C or 936-266-7632. We'd like to thank our sponsor at Conroe Coffee for supporting Mornings with Lone Star and Lone Star Community Radio. Don't forget to check them out online at conroecoffee.com. Hey, welcome back. 9.48 on Mornings of Lone Star on a Thursday morning, March 22nd. And we're having fun here at this studio. Uh, we just had Javier Pena with Conroe Parks and Recreation Department come out and talk to, us, talk to us about Mr. Bunny. Happening this Saturday. Be there or be square. I still like the idea of having a creepy bunny voice. Well, like, how would you, like, imagine that pep talk Javier's got to have with the guys. Like, hey, here's the deal. This is what you need to do, not to do. Don't talk. <laughs> We'll use Skippy as an example of one or two. Well, see, I have unresolved uh, Easter issues because uh, one of my earliest Easter memories was uh, in in California. So I had to be, before I was uh, seven years old, probably five or six. And we were at this Holiday Inn in San Diego. And I sat on the Easter Bunny's lap and, you know, I guess I treated him like Santa Claus, said what I wanted for Easter. And then later on, I went to the bathroom, like, like a big boy by myself. And what had happened was the person playing the Easter Bunny, who was a guy, had gone in the bathroom, was hot, had taken off his head, bunny head, put it on the, the, the sink next to him, and was bending over the sink, kind of washing his face and head and stuff. So I walk in, and from my perspective, I see the Easter Bunny hunched over this countertop with his decapitated head sitting next to him. And, yeah, totally lost it. Ah, somebody beheaded the Easter Bunny! Screaming. They had to get me. The poor guy playing the Easter Bunny realized what he'd done. He's trying to put his head on going, no, 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 kid, no. It's... So, oh, no, oh, no, kid, no, no, no. So that's why my Mr. Bunny talks like this. Because right. that's what, that's what he is in my head. Golly. <laughs> well, it's 950 right now. We have another special guest coming in around 1015. We have the Moonlight Venue. You probably uh-huh. saw an article about them in the paper. Uh, and we're going to have three people in. We're going to have Monica, Brenda, and Lewis in the studio. If you didn't know, it used to be an old movie theater here in Conroe, and they total renovated it, and now they have a modern, contemporary style. What does that mean? What is modern? I know I, Modern means what? Contemporary. So, so what does contemporary mean? Modern. But what does that mean? Uh, uh, present fashions. Like, uh, like the current fashions? Correct. So modern will never go, quote, out of style well, we, because it's always going to keep up. So when I describe the current fashions of today's world, I can just say it's modern. It's currently modern. For instance, okay, in the so 70s, modern, modern, bell bottoms were modern, but now they're retro. Okay, but so but modern will never be from 10 years ago. We'll never describe things as modern. From Correct. Okay. But what you'll do is when you do something modern or contemporary, well, contemporary, the, the difference between contemporary and modern really is contemporary is like today, this is today's style. Okay. Or, you know, uh, cars are contemporary because the bodies will change over the next year or so. Modern is okay. We're going to kind of look into the next few years that the fashions or 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 uh, basis that we're using here is going to last for a while. So you know, shag carpeting is contemporary, but it's not modern, or it was contemporary when it came out. 
but it's not modern. Yeah, see, like when people try try to describe decor and all that kind of stuff. Well, think about remember in the fifties when they had like those 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 videos of like the kitchen of the future with you know, and it was like that technology, but trying to say we will one day have microwave ovens that can cook your food. Um, that was modern because it was looking kind of towards the future. So that that's uh, so I'm thinking with this one we're going to talk a lot of neon lights and chrome. Is is that that's my guess? I haven't been inside the moonlight venue yet, but I'm dying to find out. So we have uh, so you said Monica, Brenda, and there's a third one. Yeah, Luis. Luis. They'll be at ten fifteen. But right now it's just you and me. I know we were talking about Facebook, and you know they made mistakes. We made mistakes. Mistakes were made. And then more and more information is coming about the the person from Austin who decided to bomb a bunch of people. And uh, that's still ongoing, so we don't, I don't really know too much about it. It's ongoing. The, the, People are starting to draw their battle lines. Ah, he's white. See, it's not just— I don't know about that. So you, who, do you, who do you hang out with that's so hateful? Well, I have, well, that's the pro- It's not hate. They're not are hateful they Russian, so Are they Russian bots on, <laughs> on the Internet? No, these are people that are— You know, I have friends from all spectrums, and, and for the most part, I appreciate all I wonder, opinions. I wonder if there's a service out there. As a joke, you could let them take over your social media, but like, say, I wanted to have this kind of point of view. That's a good idea, man. I, I, I can make a fortune on that thing. Let me spin your. Tell me what you want your social media to say. It's just some people are already to to bolster their own mindset. Uh, there seems to be some kind of almost a savage glee and ha. See, I told you he was be white, so. You can't bust Muslims anymore for blowing up the Twin Towers because this guy's white. You know, that kind of thing. And that's a knee-jerk reaction. And, and yeah. I, I think it, it's there, but I think it's going away bit by bit. It's just like there are idiots all over the map. Well, I heard this interesting argument about that kind of thing, like basically the the, the way we shape the conversation. Mm-hmm. And like one guy was basically talking about the school shootings. And he he commented on like he goes I don't understand why the the news and everybody has to talk about gun control and no one's asking how do we keep our kids safe, which is a which in in itself is a different conversation right and no one's asking that and that and he goes unfortunately for the walkout a lot of the walkouts were trying to say that, but the media reporting was just gun control it wasn't safety it wasn't school safety it was gun control as a whole. And then that's where they he goes. Our our message wasn't as effective as we wanted it to because of the way you got like basically saying the way the the media is reporting it. Mm-hmm. Because when you start talking about gun control, you're going to invite everybody in on the conversation because that's part of a second amendment and it's, right, and it's polarizing. So yes, but so instead of saying well, what can we do about safety of our children on school campuses, that uh, that to me looks at the a problem in a more defined spectrum, which allows. Some ideas to be played, unless because they don't affect anyone outside of the school. Dick, you are absolutely correct on that. And one of my issues has been, you know, if you're talking sheer numbers, I have so many people going, you know, the we must save all the children. You know, that's been like the gun control. We must ban all guns so kids don't get killed anymore. And a that's not going to happen because ninety nine nine hundred ninety nine thousand times out of a million, it's uh, a good guy with a gun stopping a bad guy with a gun. And that's just all there is. The numbers state that. So to ban all guns is just misguided and altruistic at best because bad guys will find a way to get a gun. And let's look at someone like Chicago that's got the most stringent gun laws in the United States. And they have killed thousands of people already. 
I think it's 2,000 people already in Chicago have been killed in gun violence. It's this horrendous number. Well, I think a lot of people don't. A lot of people don't look at it. Problems in the United States are a lot different from problems from around the world, and primarily because we have 50 states, or really 49 landlocked states. And I mean, Alaska, you could argue not so much because we're not like directly. But it's landlocked. Yeah, but yeah, but, but and it's the same argument with like the marijuana deal and the gun control deals. Every state has different views and laws on these topics. And so, say Chicago and Illinois has those strict laws, well, you know, the surrounding areas might not. So, it would be easy to go across lines, get what you need, and come back. Mm-hmm. And I know that's a lot of, like, that's why the marijuana is a big debate. It's, I mean, it might not probably mean if, like, you have a drug on you. It's more of, it's easy to get it here, and it's hard to get over here. So, I'm always going to go over here now, and I'm going to drive across state lines. And same thing with guns, and same thing with that kind of because I know one of the big arguments is concealed handgun uh, license, licenses and some states I don't think recognize certain states. Well, again, remember 45 states, 44 states before Texas allow open care, allowed open carry before Texas joined it. So out of 50 states, 45 of them allow open carry, not not just concealed carry, but open carry. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, you raise a really good point. Not only are we talking about the 50 different states, but also we're talking pure acreage, and population. You can't compare us to the Netherlands. The when they say, oh, Netherlands has 100% uh, healthcare or something. Well, they don't have a military. NATO supplies the military. Or, you know, Canada has, has this and that. Yes, but you pay 80% taxes on that. You, you can't compare us. We're not other countries. Well, it's, not, it's, it's the comparing thing's a good point, but it's also, it's just, we're different. Like, that's just you, the way. It's, it's comparing apples to bowling like, balls. The one thing I look at stuff like this and I love is what comes, like, kind of like the study aspect. Like, all 50 states do stuff differently. It's really cool to see what they decide to do with this X amount of money or this policy or things. So, and that's why I really like states' rights because you get to see kind of the social culture change at each state. And to me, that's just really cool on the whole spectrum of things. It is, and we're actually taking it the next step. Uh, I, I can talk about it or I can tease it, but it's going down even now within a state gets down to the municipal level. The other day I talked about how Los Al- Alamitos, California, which I did live in. I verified this with my mom when I was a <laughs> young kid, wanted to make sure, uh, is defying the California law that was recently signed by Governor Brown saying uh, – to not work with federal officials, immigration officials. So the federal law says, we, you know, you must help us catch illegal immigrants. California state law says, no, we're going to actively work against you for that. And then Los Alamitos law, a city in, in California is saying, oh, no, we are going to do that. And other cities are getting involved with that. So it, it gets down even to the municipal level. I mean, Los Alamitos City Council has five members. So five people, and it was a four-to-one vote, five people chose to defy the entire state of California. This is fascinating to me. This is a democracy slash republic at work because now you go through the chain of command. It'll go up to the state assembly. Then it'll go to a district court. Then it'll go to uh, appeals appellate court. And it'll, you know, may even get to the Supreme Court, and this is where decisions are made. I think I'd love it. Yeah, it's really cool. I like Viva it. Viva America. No, I just Viva the earth viva earth because it's cool to see everybody especially europe europe's really interesting because it's been around a lot longer so you start kind of going into the history of their their decisions 
and how their land was constructed, and it's, it's pretty cool. Yeah. We'll be back. Morning's Lone Star. Again, we have a special guest coming in at around 10.15, Moonlight Venue. Uh, but we're going to play a song, and we will be back. Wealth Advisors is a veteran-owned business that focuses on building and preserving our clients' wealth while guiding them to achieve their financial goals. This is where your concerns get addressed and help you start to breathe easier. Discover us in downtown Conroe, Texas. Visit our website at centurionwa.net or reach us by phone at 936-756-1974. Centurion Wealth Advisors. Now let's get your financial house in order. Hey, welcome back, <laughs> Mr. Buddy here. <laughs> there you go. I, I like how you did it with your lips, Mr. Buddy here. Oh yeah, you gotta get the, the you know lips to go around the voice. I'm Mr. Bunny. I'm auditioning. You, you know what's interesting about I want to be Mr. Bunny next year. Mr. Bunny, and by the way, they're doing Mr. Bunny this weekend. Parks and Rec, great thing. We had Javier and whatever. I'm thinking. <laughs> I'm thinking about Easter. So you know, with Santa, Santa's always watching you. That's kind of his. That's why parents do that because like, you're always telling your kids to be good, naughty, or nice. What does the Easter Bunny do? Is he just come drop off eggs? That he's like, where did he get the eggs? What's the backstory to this? Do yeah. we know the backstory to this? Well, for Easter, yeah, well, we know but Easter that, that's is. A theology, but I mean, but when the Mr. Bunny came in and the play, what was like the the lore? Like, hey, on Easter we're gonna have search for eggs that have candy in it. Well, that he would bring you a basket of gifts, like a, a single gift, like a Santa gift. Okay. And then you could take that basket in to, to entertain you. You would He had hidden eggs for you. And that actually, in some cultures, that's what Santa does. He hides stuff. Um, so it's kind of a, a combo on that. Okay. I was just curious. I really was because I, I just didn't really get why we were doing this. But I get why like my parents wanted to do it because it's fun. Yeah. But where it came from. That's what I was wondering. There you we go. Need, we need an expert. If you, if you know an expert, call in 936-647-3776. Leave a message. Or, 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 Maureen's Lone Star on Facebook. There you go. So. So we got uh, other guests slated to come in just a little bit. Yeah, we got the Moonlight Venue. They turned in, I think it's on Fraser Street, right? It's like the old movie theater. Mm-hmm. They uh, renovated it to be a hosting venue for anything. A multi-purpose really venue. So. Which is awesome. I want to find out all about it because I haven't been there yet. So I, I like that. In the meantime, um, let's talk like bully stuff. Did you see what uh, former Vice President Joe Biden did? He pretty much tweeted out that if he had known the current president of high school, he would have beat the snot out of him. Now, it's not exactly think, a threat on the president because he's but that's bullying. We I'm going to somehow beat get up. them to really fight today. Well, Trump did respond. Well, of course he did. And so he, he, he used the restroom today. So that's when he does, you know, that's when he does his tweet time. We're having a smackdown between a former vice president who, unfortunately, I mean, he's got his own media issues. He's the creepy guy that's whispering in girls' ears and you can tell in their faces, please stop whispering in my ear. 
Uh, and we just and Trump does it to adult women. Yeah, there's. If, yeah, I, I I'm trying. You know, in the in the epitome of the lesser of the two evils, if you're going to creep out a female, try to make it an, an adult female who can fight back, uh, as opposed to a, a, a innocent <laughs> younger one. But yeah, so he said he beat up the president if they'd known each other in high school. So I guess now we know that Biden was a person who picked fights in high school because that's his thing. And of course. Trump responds with am not. And so they're going to, this probably knows what it's going to become over the next couple of days. Am to are not. Am to not, not, not. Two, two, two. Telling you, we should do WWE style. Put it, promote it. There you go. Right. Well, and speaking of school bullying, have you heard about the, the issue with the, uh, the HISD? Uh, KISD. The KISD, Houston area. Yeah, uh, right. uh, yeah I'm sorry. KDISD, which is part of Houston uh, area. Uh, the superintendent, the town hall meeting, and some guy comes up and starts talking about how he was bullied 35 plus years ago. And it was, you know, the, the bullying described was significant. Now, of course, I got to say alleged bullying because no shred of proof whatsoever. But of course, it's hard to prove something like that 35 years later. But then pointed at the superintendent said, and that bully was you and, and walks away. And so, of course, the superintendent is denying it, trying to, to provide evidence saying, okay, we weren't at the same school at this time, or this principal never would have let that happen because this is what they would have done. Uh, so we're getting back to the whole 35 years later. Now, this guy has a grudge, and, you know, the bullying included, like, shoving his head in a toilet that hadn't been flushed and messing up his well, hair and doing know, stuff. What's crazy to me, I watched the video. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking to myself, you're, this is a planned event. Like it, he's going in front of the school board during a normal board meeting that's available to the public. And he had this speech down, which is great. I mean, like I, I get it was a traumatic event, but I'm thinking to myself, if I'm going to make these claims, back it up then, right then there, like right when the stage is set. Because what's going to happen is the spin of the story is going to happen. Like they're they're going to figure something out to kind of like either say it really was real because we have a photo from the yearbook and they're in the same room with that one time. Or here's the, the incident room. report from the vice principal. Yeah. Or here's the teacher report. Yeah, absolutely. Something. And uh, hey, our guests are here. So awesome. can, you guys, yeah, can, you guys can come on. in. around the corner. Is it okay? Yeah. Is it okay? It's all right. It's okay. okay. We got the moonlight venue coming up pretty soon. Uh, which we, means we only have a couple more minutes till our short break. But uh, but no, that's one thing. I, when I saw that video, and I know KSD has been having kind of problems <laughs> with bullying, and it's I don't know if it's part of like the overall plan because there are some. I would say there are some citizens in communities that it's almost like they're activists just because they don't like the people in charge. Mm -hmm. So I know we've had it here. I know we have certain outspoken citizens that love to just sit there and bash it and bash it and bash it. And uh, that's one thing I just didn't understand about the video because it was a pretty strong speech the guy gave. And it, it could have been festering for 35 years. On the other hand, he's had 35 years to file all sorts of grievances. Uh, is, so this is one of those, uh, legally, there's a, a statute of limitations for a reason. It's number one. Number two, and I'm not excusing any bullying behavior, but even according to this, the accuser, he said that the teacher at the time told him one day these boys are going to outgrow this. And if that indeed happened, that's indeed what happened. You now got a guy who's a superintendent trying to affect positive change. So if he did something 35 years ago as a, what is a 
15 year old 12 year old 10 year old to hold him today to those actions 35 years later i mean i shudder to think what i did 35 years well, ago it would be interesting if the guy responded like not saying so what but more of like yeah i know and i apologize today we're trying to make it a better world for the kids today yeah right yeah 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 that's what a good liar would say that's right <laughs> You're listening to Mornings Lone Star here on Lone Star Community Radio, Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1, and IRLoneStar.com worldwide. We got the Moonlight venue in the studio, so stick around after this short break. Lone Star Community Radio is looking for those who are interested in hosting their own talk show. With monthly and weekly slots available on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1, and on IRLoneStar.com. Start your own podcast, create your first YouTube channel, and be on TV. Contact Lone Star Community Radio online at IRLoneStar.com or call the message line at 936-647-3776 to take your first step into the radio world. Hey, we're back. Ten hey, hey, hey. <laughs> my fat Albert impersonation. Um, oh, great. Skippy's quoting Bill Cosby on the air. We're going to move on from that one. It's uh, 1016 in the morning. It's still, oh, hey, temperature dropped. It went from 53 to 64 in like 10 minutes. <laughs> Welcome to Texas, folks. You don't like the weather? Wait a second. It'll change. Okay, so that, that strange laughing you hear in the background, that's our next guest here. Hey! Hello! Who do we, we have in the studio? We have Brenda Barbadillo and Luis Martinez Gallardo. And they Man, did I get a, that right? I know. Yeah, that's a heck of an name. I am so <laughs> I even kind of put a little bit of a, a little bit of an accent in there yeah. too, just to you know make them feel <laughs> at, at home. And uh they operate the Moonlight Venue here in Conroe. And, and uh, so the courier did a story the other day and we saw we saw that it was like, wow, we want to find out more. So thank you both for being in the studio today. Yeah, thank, thank you, you for, for inviting, inviting us. us. So in, uh, in a nutshell, what is the Moonlight Venue? Moonlight Venue is a, a venue mm-hmm. uh, that it's just a, a brand new and mm-hmm. we just renew it. Uh, and it's for uh, special events like weddings, quinceañeras. Um, Sweet 16, and, and private party. Any birthday party, right, corporate help, events. High help school help me out. Educate me. A quinceañera is not quinceañera. a Quinceañera. Am I pronouncing that right? Quinceañera. Quinceañera that is quinceañera. not 15. 15. When, when the yeah. girl turns 15. Man, you get two parties. You can do <laughs> yeah. that and no. then do Sweet 16. Exactly. No way. Yes. Quinceañera, it's, it's most uh, Mexican... Uh, Celebration. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then Sweet 16 is kind of yes. like everybody. It's customary in Mexico like, more the quinceanera. Yes. And here in the States, it's the, the Sweet 16. 16. Okay. Well, I would still want you can two mix parties. In like a yeah, bat- I can, I can, <laughs> I can <laughs> still get two parties, right? Yeah, yeah mixing a bat mitzvah, you so, get yeah. you know, like 14, 15, and 16 like in, in a row. Oh, really clean man. up. <laughs> That'd be a heck of a first 20 I'd years, I'd be the right? dad of that daughter. It's like, <laughs> like, can we ever use the balloons? Yeah, well, <laughs> just elope. Here, daddy's nice. going to give you plane fare to Vegas. Just elope for cheap, okay? <laughs> well, um, that implies there's another... Pro- oh, okay, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. Yeah, okay, you got it. So uh, the venue used to be uh, like a, a movie cinema, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. one, like those big multi-screen yeah. ones? Uh, okay, so yeah. this is not a small little place like in a strip center. I mean, this no, is a good it's, size. It's, yeah, yeah, it's, it's really supposed big. that it started uh, this movie theater uh, around the 
1968, mm-hmm. around that, that time. And it closed in 1999 when uh, the Woodlands opened a big theater. So it, it kind of went down. So they, gotcha. they had to close it. So it had been abandoned at that movie theater like for around 18 years. Wow. Mm-hmm. It's like the Astrodome. Yeah. Is that next? Yeah. Are you going to do that one next? Turn that <laughs> yeah, that's that's next project. Time. Take the money from this one, <laughs> put it in the Astrodome. <laughs> so did you just Can wake you up? Can you imagine a sweet 16 party there? Oh, yeah, all right, with monster trucks. Oh, <laughs> hey, can we do laser tag in the Moonlight venue if I brought my laser no. tag we- stuff? Well, maybe we can arrange that. Yeah, because paintball leaves <laughs> yeah. marks on the wall, but yeah, laser no, tag. Paintball is, no. Yeah, no. Let's just think about that. Well, that would be contemporary, wouldn't it? The art, if right. you no, shot we were, it up with paintball. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, there we go. That's it would be contemporary. Original. But... That's original. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so did you uh, wake up one morning and say, hey, Luis, let's turn a, a no. cinema into a venue? What no, happened? not at all. Uh, we have a mutual friend, um, Hector Yamas. He, he was the one that uh, got the idea, and he invited us. Uh, he showed me the place. Um, I saw a lot of potential, um, but I was a little um, afraid. I'm, I'm not too thriving on that. Mm-hmm. My wife, she's very outgoing, and she said, yes, let's do this. Um, so I had the vision on how to uh, remodel the place. Like I said, I I saw a lot of potential, but she was the one that that pulled me in doing the business. Well, it sounds like a great team effort, then. You know, when everyone's <laughs> yeah. on board, this was like, "Honey, you bought what? You're gonna? Uh, we bought a uh, zoo, kind of thing. You when, did what? H- Hector also invited uh, another couple. Mm-hmm. So we were at, at first we were three couples. Now, unfortunately, Hector uh, had to leave. Uh, so we we are now just two couples uh, as partners. And when did you actually, was there like a grand opening with a ribbon cutting and stuff like that? Or is it um, about to? Yeah, we, we had a soft opening on November. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've, we've been open since. Uh, and in fact, uh, we would like to invite all the audience and also you to our second open house that it's this Sunday, next Sunday from one to five. And that's in like three days from now, yes, Sunday, or exactly. awesome. Okay, so this is yeah. this one. This uh, okay, let me write. This is not open horse, and open it's house. Bring there your own you paintball gun. Laser tag gun. Laser tag gun. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I've got mine too. I got my old set. No, it's a good time to get to to see the venue. Uh, like uh, they're all arranged. Uh, meet all our vendors. Mm-hmm. They're gonna be there. Um, music, and you can taste uh, cakes. Uh, food so oh I, wonderful I so you can come so yeah. this venue like has everything so if i just showed up and said okay i've got a blank checkbook and and exactly. a 16 year old daughter yeah well, you we can handle everything yes. everything, everything. You, you just sign the check and we'll fill it up yeah I'm, <laughs> my, daughter, my daughter is 16 now so I'm, I'm, I'm you may see me sooner than either one of us want me don't want right. to see me. but that's a good thing because then you just come like a guest you don't worry about anything. Yeah, there you everything go. Everything is uh, already. Yeah, everything's set, gonna be provided. <laughs> Someone's <laughs> gonna worry about it. But it's not gonna be me. My my uh, rep at Centurion Wealth Advisors will worry about it. Sean, you had money. Now it's gone. No, no, sir. I'm sure the price is gonna be awesome. I, I'm very much looking forward to that. I'll be there Sunday, 
one to five. What's the address for the Moonlight Venue? It's 2017 North Fraser Street. 2017 North Fraser Street, and that's right here in Conroe. Yes, it's Sweet, where the... Sweet D2. It's where the Wood Creek Plaza. Oh, okay, of course, yes. Mm-hmm. There we are. There, and, that was, there was a movie cinema there, wasn't there? And I also <laughs> wanted to add that our partners, and uh, that uh, they are Ermilo Montes and Monica Herrera. Yeah, yes. You're going to have to spell that one for me off the air. <laughs> yes. I didn't write that one down. <laughs> and they, they are going to be also there at the open house. So they, that's they happening Sunday. Come. Sunday, 1 Sunday. to 5. So for me to recover uh, after you recover from the Crawfish Festival and me from the Shakespeare Festival on Saturday, why don't we just <laughs> and the brisket the, And the brisket I'm oh, making. That's right. You're making brisket. Yeah. Oh. You can take some. <laughs> well, no, he's yeah, making yeah, his we, own. I'm going to take I'm gonna, <laughs> yeah, you know, We'll compare your brisket so to their brisket. bring us. Yeah. Yeah. And everyone, yeah, everyone maybe, I told is like, oh, you going to bring me some? I'm like. <laughs> maybe you'll be our next cater. Yeah. Hey, I, I yeah. Didn't know, this is my first brisket, so I don't know how it's turning out. I've never done it before. But I do know some people who do it like. <laughs> Very good. No, yeah. he, he, The guy who actually was kind enough to give me his smoker because he got a new one. I was like, why would you need a big one? And he goes, well, people started asking. And my daughter, you know, when she goes to school, they're asking. So, you know, for fundraisers. And I was like, really? You're going to do that? <laughs> you're gonna be that dad, but uh, but, but it's really cool. I want to yeah. I want to let listeners know right now. You can check it out right now at moonlightvenue.com, moonlightvenue.com, and it has pictures and it has all the information. And it looks I can't believe it was a movie theater. If you didn't tell me it was a movie theater, I would have no idea. So the pictures does it describe what we were trying to figure out? What modern men? We said modern decor, and we we're comparing that to yeah, the contemporary. Like I mean, I don't know. Is it Art Deco? Or is I it? don't know anything no. about fashion or anything like that. So when I see words like that, I go, I wish there were just simpler terms. Or it's like, it looks good. I'm <laughs> it like, looks oh, good. okay. <laughs> well, Luis is an architect, and he was the oh, one that okay. uh, redo everything. Yeah, I mean, it looks fantastic. Well, I'm dying to see it. And yeah. see, you got the pictures, and I don't. So uh, listeners, listen up, because this is really cool. Because one of our listeners just pointed out uh, on, the, on the message line that, uh, you know, there's like two or three Quinceañeras, am I getting that right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah. I'm not even gonna attempt it. Yo, Hablo. <laughs> that, that, that's all I got there. Um, every every week at, at the Heritage Plaza here, and of course outdoors, you're you're subject to the weather changing. Um, so this looks like an awesome venue for all kinds of stuff. Maybe uh, I'm, I'm telling you, let's have a poker night there one night. Let's get the guys together. Yes, yeah. there's a lot of great. space for poker. No, we have two we have, two spaces. Really, one so is like, a big one, and the other one can, can hold. Yeah. Can hold so, I mean, I gotta ask this. You, you said you had the vision. You walk into this venue, and it's a movie theater. And I always envision a movie theater because most theaters, I think of. It's like 250 seats usually, mm-hmm. right? Is that wrong? Well, no, but this, in the old this days, one was bigger. yeah, in the old yeah. days, there'd be, like, be like five, one 600 screen. seats. It'd be like yeah. one screen. Okay, mm-hmm. so you had like 500 seats and it's sloped, right? Mm-hmm. So is this place sloped? No, no, we had to. You f- yeah. Man, so now I'm actually really concrete. interested. That's cool. Did you do like the Leaning Tower of Pisa where, you know, you just kind of shifted up one end so it was flat but it leaned to one side because that would be really cool <laughs> if you know it's the, like everyone, for the next everyone one, walks yeah. in like i feel a little for moonlight off. venue two just do that and save some yeah. money that's, no, that's really it's really me, interesting to, to see that because i was like man this i mean i guess you could really do a lot with that kind of room with like i'm talking about a theater like doing oh yeah things, uh, I, actually many 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 years ago when westwood mall was westwood mall uh they had one of those three screen cinemas within the mall uh, and they shut it down, and there was a theater in the mall called Fort Bend Theater. They've since moved to the location. And they came to us, and they said, 
you want the theater space, do what you want, you know, the cinema space. So we turned like a little teen area. So like one room had, you know, you could play mm -hmm. live bands. And so it was, it was cool. Of course, now Westwood Mall is now long, long gone. But Well, where you guys are located too, I just want to make a note, there's a bunch of parking. Yes. yes. So that's there one is. of the coolest that's things I imagine about your Ooh, venue. It's important. Yeah, yeah, it's a big plaza. It's a huge plaza <laughs> area, and there's parking just everywhere. In exactly. Place. Yes. If so. somebody wanted to do like an expo, like a trade show or something in there, this would also fit that yes. as well. Yes. Yeah, we can do that. We had a, I swear to God, we had a clown convention here a couple of months ago. Really? Yeah. 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 <laughs> Clowns. Wow. You know, Yes. Clowns. Clowns. Yeah. That's it was weird. That's scary. Yeah, it, it was, was scary. weird. Yeah. We had him scary. on the phone because we were too scared to have him in the studio. That's you, not me. I'm adventurous. I know those clowns. Okay. Yeah. You mean so you basically you could do this venue. I, I kind of want to get a grasp of what you won't do and will do. So when people approach you, you're primarily primarily used for, you know, wedding type things or celebration type thing. I'm not even gonna try to attempt to say the word. It's <laughs> yeah, that those <laughs> sweet sixteens. So it's kind of like more of parties. So you can do any kind of party. Like if I wanted to do a fiftieth birthday party yes. with a lot of people, mm -hmm. or a, a retirement party, perfect venue. Now, what other extreme parties are there? I'm thinking trying to bachelor parties. <laughs> well, that would be. Are you known extreme. for your discretion? <laughs> <laughs> that, that. Well, I mean, because I mean, you have such a cool venue. I'm trying to think like you could really do. What, how do y'all cater to people? Because like you said, you're the architect. And you can design that venue is meant for those kind of events, like kind of elegant kind of events. So you can do balls and holiday things. parties, balls, casino nights, probably. You know, it's it's funny because we have uh, been having uh, so different uh, like events already. Yeah. Like, mm -hmm. uh, well, not yet, but uh, booked. They are already weddings, quinceañeras. Uh, reunion, high school reunion yes. from from the uh, generation, I think it's in the 78 or something. And they were so, so excited because they came and they, yes. they said they remember when they were young, that was their uh, like place reunion place yeah. Yeah. Uh, on the cinema and they used to dance on the parking lot and everything. So <laughs> they were so excited. So they are, are going to have, yeah. Memories. Memories. Honey, this and is where we made out for the first time in the back <laughs> row. This is where we got busted. <laughs> this is where the principal caught us. That's Remember great. that? Well, folks, Moonlight Venue is, it, when is it? This weekend, Sunday is an open house. Open house. And you get to see everything that we're talking about. Mm -hmm. It's a great opportunity. And is it officially open in a sense of, like, when can I start my event? Like, if oh, I have an yeah. event yeah, next so week. He's getting married, and so he's thinking no, I'm not. I cannot even talk about it. Like, <laughs> she's handling everything. If you want to if you want to challenge her okay, to what dude, she's doing. Dude, if Holly's handling your bachelor party, we need to have a conversation. No, I already took care of that. <laughs> okay, okay. I've okay. already taken care it, of that. It has been already open. Yeah, we yeah, have okay. already at Okay, cool. Event. All right, cool. Mm -hmm. So it's moonlightvenue.com. Is there anything we didn't cover? Um... No, not nothing that I comes remember. to mind. So no. just go to the website, moonlightvenue.com. It's over there on Fraser Street over at t uh, 2017 North Fraser. Uh, it's right before, uh, if I remember correctly, right before the HEB if you're going. Exactly. North. So it's exactly. on the left side or on the west side of North Fraser if you're heading north. And we can also have corporate events, high school banquets. Well, that's what I was thinking. Like You really yes. can kind of do a lot. Yes. And I'm trying to think of the most obscure event you could potentially crossing the line. Mm -hmm. Like paintball, see, that's crossing the line. 
So we got we know where the line is right now. Yeah, no paintball. No paintball. <laughs> but, uh, but, but something else. Yeah. Anything, we'll anything we'll but anything else. Else. Okay. no monster trucks. <laughs> exactly. Well, thank you guys so much for coming no, on. Thank you. thank you very much. You're listening to Morning's Lone Star. We're taking our music break. You can always, uh, we have 30 minutes left in today's show. So just uh, let us know what's on your mind. If you like the Moonlight Venue, let us know too on Facebook. Morning's Lone Star. Send us a message or call in and leave a message, 936-647-3776. We will be right back. Hey guys, this is Connor. This is Dick. This is Chris. And we're with the Ticket Stub Podcast every Thursday live at noon on 104.5 and 106.1 FM in the Conroe area. Also, anytime at IRLoneStar.com. You go to IRLoneStar.com backslash TTS. You can find all of our social media. And don't forget, we give away two tickets to the Grand Theater on every show. If you like movies and you like complaining or celebrating anything that has to do with the silver screen, Check out the Ticket Stuff podcast and join us every Thursday at noon o'clock on Lone Star Community Radio. Hey, welcome back. It is 1036 on a Thursday morning here in downtown Conroe. Skippy and Dick coming to you live with Mornings with Lone Star with the aforementioned Dick and Skippy, who can neither confirm nor deny that they won the $500 million Minnesota Powerball the other night. And I'm just going to leave it like that. 1% chance of rain all day, all night long. Cloudy to, uh, high today, 78. Tonight, we're going to go down to 59. Tomorrow, can just creep up a little more. Partly cloudy, 79 degrees, low of 66. Saturday, more of the same. Cloudy, I can handle cloudy and not too hot. Sunday, low 80s with some rain. And then kind of hovering around the low 80s to mid 70s. Uh, over the next few days after that. So, typical Texas weather. Traffic, well, it's usually bad, so why get into any, any you know, details on that? However, uh, one thing that's happening this morning, if you're tuned into other lesser radio stations, first off, shame on you. But secondly, there was like a 90-minute ultra-slow police chase going on, like all over Houston, like East Loop to 288 to 59 North. And it took the cops 90 minutes to get this guy. Now, apparently, on you know, many levels, he was driving at, like, walking pace. And I, far be it for me to second-guess law enforcement and policies and procedures, but doesn't there come a point where you just put a cop car in front of him, cop car behind him, cop car on either side, and then just start slowly applying the brakes until you eventually come to a complete stop? And then when he can't even open up the door because you're so close to him, so he can't run out and escape. Is I'm just wondering if anyone's in law enforcement listening in and says, Skippy, you're full of poopy because this is why. I'd love to hear it because I'm not being sarcastic. I would just think instead of a lot of people got really late to work today and it was 90 minutes in the middle of rush hour when seriously, just block the guy in and stop. Any ideas why? I would just shoot him up. <laughs> welcome, welcome to Texas. Like, sorry, bro. <laughs> Halt. We didn't need to fire. use these automatic weapons on you, but, you know, we just had to make sure they still work. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so so the aforementioned law enforcement officers that I just put out the word to, ignore Dick over there. <laughs> and, but no, seriously, if anyone has the answer, call us. 936-647-3776. 
hit us up on Facebook. Uh, or even if you don't know the answer, you have other questions about that, about slow police chases, uh, high-speed pursuits and low-speed pursuits. Because I know as in the old days, in the high ones, you actually had a bumping uh, ability. Cops were able to actually bump you and spin you out of control. But now you, all I got to do is drive 20 miles an hour, and I'm okay for the next two hours. Yeah, so that did not help traffic of this morning for those in the Houston area. But in Conroe, I think it's kind of eased up a bit. So that's good to hear. So we got decent weather, decent traffic, lots of fun stuff happening this weekend. In case you've missed it earlier, Dick will be down at the Crawfish Festival at Town Green Park in the Woodlands, while Skippy will be hanging out at the Conroe Shakespeare Festival right outside our doors. Uh, that'll be all day long. We got Mr. Bunny happening between 10 and 12 over at, uh, what was the name of the park? For Mr. Bunny? Oh, Carl Barton Jr. Park. There's a lot of parks we're going to. Yeah, I know, right? Carl Barton. Carl, and then, Carl Barton. If you want a little indoor fun after that, hey, come on out to the Owen Theater and catch the very funny musical, the 25th annual Putnam County Spelling Bee. And also know that coming up in just a couple of weekends, the Crichton will be having a production of The Elephant Man. If you saw the movie, the play is better. Trust me on this one. Uh, movie's good, don't get me wrong. But uh, based on the real life of John Merrick, the guy who was born horribly deformed and the London doctor who takes him in and gives him some kind of notoriety in polite London society in the 1880s. We just had a user let us know uh, because he was armed and most cruisers do uh, may have bulletproof windows. I don't know if that applies to what you're oh, arguing no, about. Okay, that makes sense that if I'm pulling up next to the guy, he could roll down his window and shoot me. And if I don't have bulletproof windows, I get that. Um, yeah. So what do you do? Just wait till he runs out of gas? That, I was just about to say that exact same thing. What's the plan? Telling you, Sam? shoot him up. Let him know you're serious. Do warning shots. We do. You see it all the time in Star Trek, where they're like, "Hey, do a warning shot," and then be like, "Let's see what he. Let's see how they respond." I wonder. Uh, There's rules of engagement, bro. But I wonder if they use the spikes because I mean, I would think, okay, he's driving. Yeah, we this got way. plenty of time. <laughs> yeah. Right. No, because I, I think really what it was is they think he's armed, which, I mean, you do have to have precaution, especially putting your putting your officers in the in the line of fire. If you don't have to do it, I'm pretty sure they don't want you to do that, if that makes, if it's a choice. Yeah, no, th so. that, that makes some good sense. I, I'm on board with that. Thank you, listener, for uh But can you not shoot up the tires? I mean, I guess there's got to be a way. There's well, got to be a way. anytime you fire a gun, the bullet's going to end up somewhere unless you, you know. You know. So I don't see yeah, shooting but the tires, I feel like but five spiking miles, the tires. I feel like five miles an hour, you have a lot of control over the scene, a little bit more than if he was going like 90. Well, five miles tire. an hour, I'll just jog up next to the tire with a screwdriver. Yeah, we might have a gun. Okay, I'll, I'll crouch. I'm short. You look out the window, you don't well, see no, me coming. I, what they could have done is they could have gotten the, uh, the, 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 the uh, robot the robot, and see if it's going fast. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Just put a little uh, uh, put, uh, put seen, a Swiss Army knife I've on I've seen a, videos of RC cars on 610, <laughs> okay, and they're going like 70 miles an yeah, hour. Just, just put possible. a uh, Swiss Army knife on to type it on it's to possible. A, one of those. Or a drone. You know, nowadays you could just fly a drone in close. Oh, Anyhow, man, that'd be wild to see that. That one's over. <laughs> What's going to happen in tomorrow's traffic? Tune in. Can you just be the guy being late at work today, calling the boss from the cell phone? Hey, man, I'm sorry, but there's I'm stuck in this police chase. Well, how, where are you? Well, I'm going about two miles an hour on the West Loop. You won't believe what I'm seeing. You won't believe what I'm hour. seeing. What if it's a white Bronco? I mean, because you know, no, that's actually, what ironically, them. it was a Ford Escape. Was it? Because so. what started the slow? speed pursuit i don't know was don't know. was oj simpson in the white bronco that that was i remember when, live when that was happening and they're like 
He's trying to get away. He's maintaining the speed limit. In fact, he's going 10 miles under the limit. And yeah, that was the weirdest, most surreal two hours of my young life back then. But anyhow, we've been telling you about a lot of stuff going on at the Red Brick Tavern, Corner Pub, and Pacific Yard House, some great uh, local businesses. Lots of music happening, too, over the next few days. We've been telling you about it. But best way to find out, come on down to downtown Conroe. Pop your head in the studio. Say hi to whoever's on the air. Uh, hit the Owen. Hit the Crichton. Grab some lunch. Yeah. 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 We're going to take a quick sponsored break. Say thank you to Centurion Wealth Advisors, Conroe Coffee, and Clean Soup Office Cleaning here who support Maureen's with Lone Star. Coming out at the last segment, we'll talk about what's going on tomorrow, what's going on this weekend, and uh, really promote. I didn't know there was a 5K Tiger Sprint uh, happening at the uh, Connor High School. It's exercise, right? We can walk it, I guess. That's still that's exercise. exercise. Yeah. That's, that's why I didn't hear about it. Maybe we can send my iPad robot. And I'm like, here, <laughs> this is this is your rubber city Dick Schistler. Man, I'm telling you, this robot sounds like a good idea. Well, we need to we need to hop on that, my young friend. Because, you know, what they'll do in the courier, they're like, oh, Dick Schistler was there. And they can't, like, prove I wasn't because I had my robot there as representation. So you're listening to Mornings with Lone Star, IRLoneStar.com, 1044 right now. Quick sponsor break. Come your way. The Texas A&M AgriLife Extension Service has been dedicated to educating Texans for over a century. In 1915, the Extension Program was established under the federal Smith-Lever Act to deliver university knowledge and agricultural research findings directly to the people. Ever since, AgriLife Extension Programs have addressed the emerging issues of the day, serving diverse populations across the state. Texans turn to Extension for solutions in horticulture, agriculture, 4-H and youth, and family and consumer sciences. Extension agents respond not only with answers, but also with resources and services that result in significant returns on investment to boost the economy. Join us Fridays at 1 o'clock for the AgriLife Extension Hour. Welcome back. 1046. We only got a few minutes left in today's episode of Morning's Lone Star with Skippy and Dick. Ah, well, sorry, we'll go alphabetical. Dick and Skippy. That's who that is. 1046. Uh, I already said that. And sorry, I'm reading a reading a message from one of our listeners. The, uh, Sean met Raymond McDonald outside. Yeah, he, a, he did. He has a big old van. He's running for city council, position four. That's right. He is apparently the new voice for Conroe. Conro. I guess we're not the new voice anymore. I guess we're the old voice. I'm okay with that. Are you good with that? We're the, the voice of experience. Yeah, we just say experience or, you know, we're we're wise. That's right. So Unlike Raymond McDonald, <laughs> who's new. Who's new. He's the new voice. But yeah, so the reminder for people, Conroe City Council and, well, Conroe elections are coming up May... Uh, blah, blah, I think the Cinco de Mayo, right? The 5th? Uh, Who'd be making that, that up? That would be Saturday. Raymond will know. So that's a Saturday election there. Yeah, they had a, a forum. One of those candidate forums? Yeah. Those are great. I love going to those. The, uh, you really get a sense our of Our chamber person. buddies, chamber chat, mm-hmm. over the Lake Conroe, Conroe chamber, uh, chamber of Commerce hosted it at the Lone Star Convention Center. So they could be hosting it at Moonlight Venue. But uh, <laughs> yeah, right. Great place. I, saw some, I finally saw the pictures. Uh, nice place. You got to go check it out. Don't forget the open house for Moonlight Venue. Oh, hey, hey. I want to tell you this. I was reading an article. I think there's a school somewhere in the United States. One of the students is trying to plan a walkout for abortion. 
And uh, what he's trying to do is trying to make it equivalent to the gun control deal. And so he's trying to see if there's double standard for the schools to like uh, allow people to walk out. Ah, well, again, because we kind of did talk about that the, the with new, the walkout. You it's don't like, want it to be the new normal. We don't like this. So we're going to walk out. It's, yeah. it's, I appreciate young, you know, young voices yearning to be heard, but there's a reason you can't vote till you're 18. <laughs> and you know, it's funny. I, I was listening. I like listening to arguments mm -hmm. and I was listening because like the, there's, there's major topics in the United States, that's always going to be con like I feel like it's going to be consistent until we actually figure it out. Mm -hmm. Is I mean, gun control, abortion, gun religion, politics, sex, well, yeah, that kind of stuff. And I, it's funny. I was listening to you know this new age of empowerment for you know the LGBT community, women, uh, like me too. You know that, that mm -hmm. kind of stuff. And I was listening to the speaker, and it was a lady. And she goes – she basically was trying to do a logical step through, like how to get from A to Z with, for example, women empowerment and abortion rights because she felt like if you're going to fight for the women's empowerment, how can you argue with – for abortion because those women are being born? And how do we fight for those – you know, that kind of thing? And mm -hmm. she, she was basically – she goes – she wasn't on any side, but she's like, how do you, how do you discuss that? Because it's really hard to – because people are falling the second into the, niches. The, the word yeah. is said. Right. That's it. Yeah, it's like, how do we do this? And I was thinking about it. I was like, man, that's going to be really crazy 100 years from now how we, how they're going to do it. Because it's really hard to fo follow a path and stick to that path or be part of that niche or be part of that argument without – now, today, without countering another argument from another group that you're supposed to be part of. Because that's happening with, like, the Me Too and things like that. Uh, and, you know, especially, like, we were talking about the KISD where that bully – you know, it's it's hard to say, hey, you're a bully 35 years ago, and the person he's pointing at is currently fighting against bullying. bullying. Mm -hmm. So that might be a change of heart because he realized he was a bully. Exactly. So how do we stay on that topic without diluting it or accusing people who are just now? Because, I mean, there's, there's a lot of examples we could pull. But I just thought it was really interesting. It is because on these hot-button topics, the you might win – Someone over to your side, but here's the thing. Rarely can you win someone, convince someone of your argument by yelling, belittling, shutting them down, shutting them up, putting the hand, talk to the hand. Like it just doesn't happen. Only through presenting your side, listening to their side, and having the stronger argument is there any. Well, hope? and that's why a lot of, I know there was a, some talk of why do we have debates because it's just a spectacle, you know, like no. especially, especially in the big. Big big debates, you know, for CNN or whoever. Mm -hmm. And I was like, you know, no, I think it's really good because people are actually seeing these people. Because I know Donald Trump is on the mind of everybody now. It's like they he like lives in people's heads because mm -hmm. they consistently <laughs> in your head. Like he just the people just keep talking about him. And I think what's amazing about it, and it's similar to when they first introduced TV uh, for these kind of races, it's like you get to see the person, you get to see the way they act. Because I was like, what happens if you never heard Donald Trump? Do you think he would get as much flack as he would get today? No, not at all. Think about, I, I mean, I would presume Eisenhower, maybe Roosevelt, not Teddy, uh, were the first ones people heard, you know, over the, yeah. over the radio. And it, it's like, we can only assume what Lincoln sounded like, but what if he had... No, Daniel Day-Lewis was Lincoln. He okay? was. But what if Lincoln had... We're scoring seven years ago. Our father. Right, you sound like your bunny friend. Yeah, yeah, that's my next Mr. Bunny voice. 
No, I, no, we should talk about this tomorrow. Okay. Let's, let's talk about the tomorrow. We got to be uh, checking out today, this morning, that morning's Lone Star. Thanks for joining us. We podcast every episode. They, special thank you to all the guests, City of Connor and the Moonlight Venue for coming in. Uh, we podcast our show on iTunes and Google Play. Uh, outside that, we have a lot of uh, events happening this weekend. So, I mean, it's crazy amount of stuff happening this weekend. And uh, too bad there's only one of me. Uh, you're listening to Lone Star Community <laughs> Radio, Mornings of Lone Star. We're, we're sponsored by Centurion Wealth Advisors, Conroe Coffee. And Clichy Office Cleaning. Yeah, I was like, I wonder if you can know that. Uh, but thank you so much for tuning in. We will be back tomorrow. Don't forget, if you're listening to the podcast right now or listening right now, you can always call in to the 24-7 message line, 936-647-3776. Or bet, best yet, contact us directly on Facebook, MW Lone Star. Let us know who you are because we're watching you. <laughs> we are. Sean's good to see you today. Dick, always good to see you, my friend. And we will see you guys tomorrow. Peace. Thank you for checking out this production of Lone Star Community Radio. Lone Star Community Radio is Montgomery County's community radio station. Don't forget to check out this show and many others across the Lone Star Community Radio Network. Either live on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1, the Lone Star Internet Radio app, or IRLoneStar.com's live audio stream, and on replay on podcast, Channel 12's Our City TV and Conroe, or Channel 21 KVQT in Houston, and of course, their YouTube channel. This production is copyrighted, and all rights are reserved by Lone Star Community Radio. Have a question regarding this program or other Lone Star Community Radio shows? Want to sponsor or start your own show? Call the station message line at 936-647-3776 or email the station at lscrstudios at gmail.com.